What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Playing Rotation Podcast. CJ Longboy, Ryan Eisendrath, Scott Jackson, and Jack Calhoun here with you today. Recording this on Sunday, January 10th. Just got done watching Wildcard Weekend. Very exciting weekend in sports. Six great games of NFL football. We've got a pretty sad panel on here for the most part. But, um, you know, we're going to talk about it. This is our therapy session. We're going to get through it. You know, how do you guys feel? I know you guys are going through a rough time right now, but... uh. You know, where are your guys' heads at after this weekend in football? Corvette, Corvette. Scott, I've had, I've had a few hours, Scott. I'll let you go. No, no, no. It's fresh for him. It's fresh for Ooh, him. But I mean, it's oh fresh God. for him. I've had a few hours. Oh, Wait, my Scott, goodness. you want to save, save it for your game. But no, you're, I'm gonna, a little- you know, I am going to save it, you know. But I'll start off with this, you know. Like, I had a really good week, you know. Okay. I had I had an interview that I didn't know was an interview. for three. It was a three-hour interview, six people, 30 minutes each. And, you know, after the first person, we had a really good talk. And she was like, you know what, Scott? This has been probably one of the best interviews I have ever done. And I've been with the company for 14 years. You know, so that that made me feel real good. And, uh, you know, I met some good people. And, you know, so I'm, I feel I feel good about that. You know, what, what who is it with? It's with a company called Tech Systems. So hmm. it's, yeah, like a, it's like, a, yeah, it's like a contracting company, but. I won't get too into it, but you know, I had a good week leading up to today. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll save that for your game, the Steelers uh, Browns game. But um, yeah, it's good to hear. Congratulations! I heard. I'm glad to hear that went well. Appreciate but, um, it. Yeah, I'm glad. Don't let your sports team ruin it. Ruin your week for you. Hey, but uh, Ryan, how are you doing today? I know you just took a. You're going through it. You're going through it as well, dude. I'm doing good. Week was a uh, my week was crazy, bro. Like I don't know, I was off for like a week and a half, and okay, coming back to work Monday morning was brutal, bro. Just eight million emails dealing with. Ah, never mind. I won't say it, but uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, man, it was busy week. I was very happy for the weekend. I wish I had another day just off to relax and like get my stuff together before going into next week or this upcoming week, which is going to be another busy week. But Hey, busy is good in the business world. You know what? Slinging tools around, getting shit done. So I can't complain. So <laughs> that's where I'm going to go with that. I'm, I'm trying to plan a trip back week, to the huh? mountains in a couple of weeks, which is going to be fun. So yeah, that's, that's all I got for you. That's good. Just another steady week, steady week. That's good. Celebrate all wins. Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, CJ. Thank you for asking. You know, just been trying to prepare for school again. Man, going to have to hit the books pretty soon. Uh, you know, been getting my mind cleared by going to the ocean, you know, becoming one with the salt water, one with the waves, dude. You know what I'm saying? One with one with nature, you know? But, uh, so you're a hippie now, huh? You're a hippie. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippie 100%. I'm going to be one of those guys you're going to be seen pulling up in the, in the VW buses with a long beard. Hair flowed out, just you know, be like, "What's up, my brothers? How you guys doing?" But anyways, um, other than that, you know, I am disappointed in my fantasy team. Scott didn't have KD this week, and I still lost to him. <clears throat> um, I just, hey, I do want to say this though. CJ blessed the hell out of me for giving me the whole cast, the whole TBR cast, in back to back to back weeks. You know, and guess oh. who came up top by over two hundred points each week. This guy, yep, me and hey, Scott, your I'm, boy I'm, is at the top of the Scott, league. Yes, sir. I'm coming for you, bro. My team is on par with you. I'm coming hey, for he you. He did have four more games than me, and I also All had right, some guys. That's actually capped, though. 
because I had that's cat. I don't so because I had a bunch of guys in like they were in place they're placed in but they're injured so the game Dang. still counts. Dang. But I had Embiid, I have Embiid, I have Smart, I had Duncan Robinson, I have uh, who's my last guy, uh, and Bradley Beal. I will say, out of our entire league, like me and Jack for sure got hoed with COVID this week. Yeah, I, we did. Hey, my team did too. I mean, I wasn't gonna win, but I had like six guys out with COVID. No, 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 no. Jalen no, Brown no, and Jimmy no. Butler, get out of here. You were losing no matter what. You're playing Ryan Taylor. Yeah, Ryan Taylor. I said I was losing. I said I was losing. <laughs> Watch out for the comeback kids. All right. right. Number two team, Jack. Number no, two team. Nice man. Taylor's still gonna be number real. two next week behind me. Yes, sir. It's so salty that I lost to see it right again. Jack, you had five more games than me, and I still beat you. <laughs> five whole games. Talk your shit, CJ. <laughs> All right. But uh um, I'm, I'm not I'm I'm not trying to <laughs> you know, back my team up or anything. I'm saying I lost, I man. But anyways. Right. Yeah, my week was that, good. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish your week. Other than that, you know, it's been good. Go That's ahead, good. CJ. Or is yours? Oh, thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, my week was good. <laughs> Just turned 23 the other day, so I'm old, old man now. Yes, sir. So, Happy birthday. Thank welcome, you. Appreciate welcome it. Welcome to the Jordan year. Uh, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> Braun year. No, I'm playing. Uh, no, I had a good uh, – I had a good birthday. Something low key. Um, what else did I do? I had a job interview the next day. I'm not going to say who it's with on this podcast because you know that could affect my future. You feel me? Keep that to close <laughs> wait, to the vest. Oh, wait, wait. It's funny that you say that because I told you I had my job interview and one of the guys because I have the podcast on my resume. He's like, right yeah. Here. Before you, before you got in, I was listening to your to your podcast and I was like, oh shit. No way. <laughs> I was like, no what listening to, bro? <laughs> what, what, what do you say? I, I was, was, a lot of them were just asking me about it, man. It was it was actually like really cool. Like they were dope ass people. Like <sighs> it was 30 minute sessions and we talked about sports for the majority of the time with each person. So but they were, we're, talking, we're talking about the podcast and it was cool. That's good. That's good. Because I, I get I get a little nervous too when I, when I you know, whenever we put out episodes and we're talking, you know, we have very strong opinions and whatnot. But that's good to hear. Thank you. But um, yeah. So yeah, but I'm not gonna say where I got my interview with, but uh, it went well. On to the second round. So no second round exits over here. No first round exits for me. Uh, sorry, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to take a shot with you. I didn't mean to take a shot with you guys. Just that was too soon. Sorry. But um, it went well, yeah, and um, yeah, my team advanced. Um, you know, I say that I'm not going to be as excited about it because I am half in, half out on the Rams. You know, and they're not my favorite LA team, but they're one of my teams, so I'm happy they advanced. But um, staying on topic of sports, let's transition into that direction. Let's transition in that direction. Uh, we just finished Wild Card Weekend, like I mentioned earlier. So let's start off. Let's cover it. Uh, we can briefly cover the games that none of our teams are involved in. So um, let's start off with Bills Colts. Do you guys have any? Uh, do you guys have any uh, things to say about this? Let me ask you guys this. Actually, to start off, I know you guys are not Philip Rivers fans, but is this the last time we'll ever see Philip Rivers? Nah, no, you don't think he'll so. Be back. I think he'll get picked up somewhere in like another one year. I think, I, I think he's staying. You think so? I think. Yeah, I mean his contract's up, so like he'll 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 sign somewhere. If it's not yeah. the cold, but dude, I felt kind of bad for him. You see his interview after the game; he was like, dude, choking, he, he was choking up on it, and like, 
it was it was kind of tough to watch, man. And I'd be too if I could never do anything mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He had an interview like that last year in L.A. Yeah, but, I mean, his, his he thought he was done then, you know? Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Is Phillip Rivers uh, – it's like say he were to retire tomorrow morning. Is he a Hall of Famer in your guys' book? I think he no. eventually gets in. This okay. is hard. Cause this is okay. hard because, like, he has stats. He has some stats. I guess he has the stats to, like, put him in the Hall. But at the same time, like, he doesn't have, like, the success – overall success like this man has only made it to like the divisional round once or twice in his career you know would what i mean be like his, uh, he's, would he's, be like his nba comparison chris paul i was gonna say chris paul he, yeah, dude, he's kind of like yeah. he's kind of like the reason a big reason that would help him get into the hall of fame is because of the longevity of his career so he's been able to like stack up the accolades like the passing yards the completions like you know i feel yeah. like most Hall of Fame quarterbacks are like shoe-ins. We're talking they you kind of know about halfway, three quarters into their career. Like they've already hit the accolades that they need. So I don't know. I, I think I eventually, like it's definitely not going to be first or second, but like maybe down the line, depending what class he's in, he might be able to sneak in. Okay, so now talking about the winner of that game, I mean, Indy, I think Indy will be back. So, you know, we can cover them next season, but – you know, I'm onto the you know Buffalo Bills. Do you guys think Buffalo is still a Super Bowl contender? Do you like what is your guys' assessment after that first game? Do you guys think they can put up a good fight against say who are they playing next? They're playing Baltimore next. Yeah, Ravens. do you think they're gonna get back like really quickly? We'll preview that game next or in this upcoming week. Upcoming week, but do you guys see them winning that game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely okay. do. Quick early prediction, and do you guys still see them as like? could knock off the Chiefs if they were to get there. I mean, I, yeah. I think they're my favorite team in the AFC right now. But, um, I mean, what you guys think? I agree with you. I mean, the Colts defense is probably the best defense they're going to play in this postseason. And you also got to remember, like, they got a bunch of young guys. They're probably nervous, had some jitters. Like, now that they got their feet under them, they got a home game against the Ravens. Um, I I mean, I, I don't know if they're necessarily a favorite. I think the Chiefs are the favorite out of the AFC. But do I think they have a really good shot at making it? Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right. So onward. You know, I'm happy for Buffalo. You know, they haven't – when was the last time they won a playoff? Uh, it's been game. a while. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, my dad talks about that do- like that 30 for 30 documentary that used to always be up on ESPN, and I'm like, I used to always just change it. My dad loved that documentary because, like, it talks about how they went to the Super Bowl three straight years and they got bounced every single time. It was so, four straight years. Four straight years? Yeah. So I mean, like, if they were to win, if there's not a team, if the you know, I, I'd like to see the Chiefs in there. I'd like to see, you know, that they're, they're the most exciting team, I think, in my opinion. But you know, if anybody from the AFC is going to win it, I hope it's Buffalo. You know, so. so I That's saw something on that topic, and it was like the last time Buffalo won an NFL game. Like, I don't even. Josh Allen wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Vinatieri was like 24 years old. Uh, there's like all these like crazy things that like you would never think of. You're like, holy cow! Like that's Jack that's- Calhoun was a teenager. No, I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. Jack I'm not even midlife crisis at that point. I'm playing Jack. I'm playing. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jack's a little bit older, like two years older, or maybe a year and a half older than us. So we just like to troll and say Jack, he's a lot how older. How old than are you actually? How old am I? Yeah, I don't know. When I said I just turned 23, he's like, dang, that was like four years ago. (laughs) 
I'm 24 right now. Chill out, I'm boys. Playing. I'm 24. I'm not 25 yet. I'm going to be 25 soon. We exaggerated. But um, yeah, that's it for that game. Uh, let's talk about my, or actually my two favorite teams. Um, crazy. I get a lot of flack for that. But the Rams and Seahawks game that was yesterday, NFC West rivals. And, you know, they squared off, squared off in the wild card round. Rams ended up winning that game 30 to 20. I'll let you guys talk about this game first before I, you know, before I chime in. So, um, any of you guys, any of you guys want to go first? I think that Russ has looked really flustered this second half of the entire season. Nice. Like, I, I don't know if it, I think it just must be O line. It would just be, it must just be like defensive pressure getting to him because I feel like once he senses pressure, he folds. Like, he, he, I don't think he, like, right now, I think his like reaction time is a bit like off. That's just what I see, like just watching him, you know, because he's getting sacked a lot. He's uh, forcing passes a lot. So it just seems like that Seahawks offense wasn't is not moving like they were that first half of the season. That's a, that's a good point. I mean, I kind of noticed that, too. Um, you know, they let, they let I said this last podcast, but they let Russ cook for the first, you know, half of the season. And then when people just started kind of just figuring them out. You know, like they looked really average and it was, they looked very uncreative with their offense. And I don't know, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think they came, became pretty one dimensional. And when you play the number one defense in the league, I think the Rams are the number one defense in the league going into the playoffs. They're like uh, number yeah, one, yeah. two. I mean, that's, that's going to be tough um, to beat when you don't have an offense that clicks. Um, and so, you know, moving on to more so on the Ram side of things, I think that defense is really what's going to take them, you know, is going to take them as far as they can go, uh, whether that mm-hmm. is. And, you know, I right now being in the playoffs, I would not want to play the Rams. Um, with the way sure. that defense shut down an offense like Seattle that was putting up 30-plus points a game, you know, that would make me a little bit worrisome to play because – Defense wins championships still, and I've heard you say that like four times. <laughs> defense wins champions championships still, and like that defense is always going to keep them in the game. Yeah, um, but if the defense slacks up, you know, and they're not playing to that caliber, they they have they have zero shot at winning any more games. So, I just think that's an interesting point to take. You know, Russ looked flustered. But that defense also yeah. looks give credit where credit is due. Yeah, so I also want to throw this out there real quick. So, like with this Rams team, I really feel like Jared Goff is just holding that team back like Fact. miles, miles back. Because, Fact. like, yes, defense wins championships, but you still need to put points up, you know. And this man, it's so hard for oh, that team man. to put up points. Like, I remember there was that clip last week where, like, Jalen Ramsey was like talking to Jared Goff in his face and like, "Come on, like, we got to get going." Like, I don't know. I just, it's hard because I feel bad because that defense is so nice. And this mm-hmm. is like what the with their Super Bowl year. This was literally the story of that team. You know, they couldn't put points up. Yeah, talk 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 about that being a Bears fan. I understand. <laughs> he knows exactly. He knows firsthand. It's actually like a worse version of the Rams. But uh, I will say, yeah. I mean, before I let Jack go for a little bit, I'll talk. On, I'll comment on what you just said, Scott. But uh, yeah, I mean, Goff has looked good in the in certain games. You guys remember that Chiefs game a couple of years ago? Yeah, that was a good game. He had a really you know impressive game. He had a lot of he put up a lot of numbers. Um, 
you know, and he's had some good games this year, like the game against the Bucks, but, um, you know, and he also looks really bad, like the game against the Dolphins, where he just turns the ball over. Like the guy waits, the guy sits in the pocket for way too long. Unless McVay draws up a play where he's rolling out, he's just going to sit in that pocket until, you know, he gets knocked down, which is like, it's just frustrating. Like you need an athletic quarterback, in my opinion, to, to do well in this league now, unless you have like a Brady, unless you have a Breeze, unless you have a, you know, another veteran QB, but um, yeah, it's frustrating. I agree with you guys. He is the one, he is the weakest link, I think, in my opinion. Like my uncle was saying that, and you know he he doesn't watch football as often. Everybody knows that you know the team will go as far as your QB takes you. And Goff is uh, this the the Super Bowl run if they were to get there is going to be dependent on their QB. But uh, Jack, do you have anything uh, you want to add? Um, I mean, not really. You guys kind of covered all the bases right there. I mean, looking forward, I guess next week, what do the Rams play? The Packers now. Yeah. So that I'll ask you guys about that later. But. Yeah, I was gonna say that'll be a true test for their for their defense to see if it's truly as good or if Seattle or if they just played a kind of like beat down Seattle team, you know? Because I mean, Russell Wilson was looked like average for yeah. the second half of the season. So we'll see coming in next week. But I mean. You know, brief little preview. Um, who do you guys, you know, just a quick little prediction, you know, sitting one week away from or less than a week or six days away from when they play. Um, who do you guys see winning that matchup? Because I'm actually curious. Well, you guys know what I feel about the Packers and playoffs. Um, mm. So part of me wants to say that Rams defense is going to get to them. But you also hate L.A. teams. So, you know, <laughs> I hate L.A. teams. But here's the thing, though. Is that when it comes down to it, honestly, I might, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win. I would not okay. be surprised. All right, Scott. I think this is the Packers game. Like okay. you know, we get, we got MVP Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, him and Devontae Adams. And you know, I think it's gonna be a good matchup between him and Jalen Ramsey. It's gonna be. I think this will be a very heated battle. Actually, like I think that like it's gonna be a lot of shit talking. We know Jalen Ramsey. And I don't know. That's going to be a good one for sure. Number one receiver versus probably the best corner in the game right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, very exciting. Ryan? Um, I I mean, I think it pains me to say this, but I think the Packers are going to win. Um, I Like, dude, Jared Goff is – he's so bad. Like, he's so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I can go on a tangent about how the only reason Jared Goff even looks good in games is because of the talent around him. I mean, he's got one of the best receiving cores, like overall receiving cores in the league. Um, but, and like an offensive mastermind. But I think that defense, honestly, honestly, I think the Rams keep it very close, but the Packers are going to pull away mm. and, and win. Okay. I'm not very confident in my, my predictions this year, especially given how wrong I was about certain things, a.k.a. Say it for me, guys. Justin Herbert. But, um, <laughs> but um, no, I'm actually confident. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I just think they match up really well. Um, and, you know, the biggest concerns with the Packers have been, what, their run defense or their defense in general. Um, so as long as, you know, Goff can get it going, I think, or if he can, you know, hold his own, I think they have a good chance. The other defense, I think I Jalen Ramsey is different, man. I know having him in, in you know, Los Angeles – Really showing me how good he actually is. Um, if AD can get healthy, if Cooper Cup can get healthy, um, I'm very confident in the Rams. I think CJ, the only thing that re- mind yeah, you, Goff is going to the cold. 
Exactly. I was going to say that. The only thing that's working against them is the weather. <laughs> so he doesn't, he doesn't play in the cold. LA is now an indoor stadium. So, you know, that <laughs> weird. Uh, that, I mean, the last time when he was in Chicago, I mean, this man just, he doesn't like cold weather. Like he just, and with a broken thumb. <laughs> well, he can barely scary. play in general. Nevertheless, <laughs> oh, thank you. I can already see it. Bro. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's all you got to say. <laughs> hey, man, somebody go check him on Wolford. If he's healthy. You know, he's from Wake Forest. He's from Carolina. Maybe send him out there. But uh, <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I'm putting my faith out there. Let me let me just uh, let me be confident in my team for once. My NFL yeah, team. I'm, for with, once. I'm with you, CJ. I'm with Thank you. you. I, Thank I, you, I think Do it. They can do it. All right, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Washington game. Uh, right off the you know right off the bat, I have a question for you guys: Is Taylor Heineke worth having as your? Uh, or do you, do you can you can you build around him as your starting quarterback? Is this playoff performance enough for you to say, hey, you know, we got a quarterback here, or you want to go out and still try and get one? I mean, they still have Alex Smith. Like he okay. said that he, I mean, he's not he's a uh, his contract is expired. So like, uh, I think he said that within the next couple of weeks he'll make his decision on if he's returning or not. But if in my opinion, like this kid, I mean, Heineke, he looked good. He looked quick. But I just don't see him translating to NFL. You know, just one game, I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you, Scott. I think if Alex Smith wants to come back, too, I mean, he is the guy that got them to the playoffs. He's the reason they were winning games. I don't think you can just toss him to the side, especially after his injury. I mean, like, this man's putting his life on the line for the team. Like, I think – I mean, in my opinion, I would stick with Alex Smith, maybe draft a young guy, let Alex Smith play out his two, three years, you know, let him develop, you know, this youngster and and then have him take over. Whether that's Heineke or drafting another guy, I think if Alex Allen, wants to come back, know, yeah. you have to sign him um, and bring him back because he is the – he is – literally he is the reason. Dwayne Haskins was not getting it done. So, Dude, they had like four – they had four starting quarterbacks, I think, this season because they yeah. started off with Haskins. He was ass. So then they went to Kyle Allen. He was good. Broke his leg. Then yeah. they brought into the guy who recently broke his legs. So, so they put in Alex Smith. You know, he got hurt. So then they go to a practice squad. No, they go back to Haskins and then go back to the practice squad QB. So, I mean, I think he's worth having on your roster. Yeah. Jack, what do you think? No, 100%. I mean, that's that's huge to come into a playoff game. You know, that that's tough. especially First start of so, the year, too. Yeah. Exactly. So that's against, really tough. Against Tom Brady. The ghost playoff Tom, bro. Like that's his, exactly like. So, all right, speaking. Let's transition into Tom now. So, did we see playoff Tom? You know, you know they have a big matchup next week, and I've been saying if New Orleans and Tampa Bay were to match up again, I would take playoff Tom ten times out of ten times. So, you know, given of what we saw last night or on Saturday night, do you guys see that translating over to next week? And you know, are we going to get a better matchup this time? Are we going to see Tampa Bay win that game? I, so, I don't know. Tom Brady has been so bad against the Saints Yes, this year. He's been very bad. So that's kind of tough to just say, oh, he's just going to switch it on next game. But then again, we are talking about Tom Brady. Um, honestly, I mean, I didn't see anything like that stood out to me for Tampa Bay, you know? I mean, they didn't look like, you know, an excellent football team. They just looked good they look good enough to beat washington and that's not going to do it against the Saints. exactly i said that on the last episode too like like they're not gonna it's not they're not gonna make 
you know, they're not going to make any noise. They're not going to be impressive. But at the end of the day, they're going to have more points than the other team. So, and you know, and that's why we praise Brady for it. That's why he's the GOAT. So, exactly. Right on the head, Jack. But uh, Scott and Ryan. Dude, I love this matchup. This is like our generation. This is like our childhood dream right here, dude. Like the GOAT, Tom Brady. I mean, I know a lot of people hate him, but like you got to respect how how good he is. I mean, he he truly is a goat. And then Drew Brees, the other guy that half our generation says should be considered the goat if you like Drew Brees more. So like, I'm just excited for this matchup. I think the Saints have a better overall team. Their defense is better. They're healthy. They're clicking. I mean, Tampa Bay gets Rojo back, and you got playoff Tom. So, I, dude, like, I'm just excited to see these quarterbacks go at it. We don't know how much how much longer we have with Drew Brees. We don't know how much longer we have watching Tom Brady. Um, I think in an ideal world, you know, you see Drew Brees go out on top and then next year you see Tom Brady go out on top. <laughs> I mean, that just, it just feels like it's lining up that way. Tampa Bay's, they're going to get all their guys back. They're going to be clicking even better. But uh, dude, I, it's, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be, yeah. I think it's going to be a shootout. Maybe I don't know, dude. I think it's going to be a really good game, though. Yeah, we got to do some research and preview that game and have like a good solid prediction because, you know, that's going to be a fun one. And I hope it's going to be a good one too. So, Scott, I hope it, I hope it ends up. Sorry, I'm stepping really quick. I hope I can't remember which year it was, but when Kansas City and pa- the Patriots played the one time, oh, I think yes, it was like yes. where it was just like down to the to the absolute wire. I want it just like that game. I yeah. can't remember what year that was, but anyway, sorry, Scott. Like a game winning drive or something. Something classic. Exactly, exactly. I think that if the Saints D plays like they did tonight, there is no chance Tampa Bay scoring more than 23 points on that team. It's the Bears. 24 I mean, points. Like, I, I just don't, I don't see it. This Saints defense, I know it was the Bears. I realize that, but y'all, all freaking two weeks, all you guys have been saying, this this offense looks so good with Mitch Trubisky and all this. It did. I mean, obviously not tonight because that Saints D looked really good, and I brought it up today, and Ryan was just blaming Nagy, bad play calling, but, like, these corners were locking up the the – the number four receiver in the league. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Come on. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> like the defense looked good. And I think that if the defense plays like they did tonight against Tampa Bay, against playoff Tom, I don't think I honestly I don't I don't know. I think it'll be kind of like how it was tonight with the Saints. All right, moving on. We're moving on to uh, the early morning matchup on Sunday. Uh, the Tennessee Titans hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the score of that game was twenty to thirteen. Uh, hold up, twenty to thirteen. Sorry, gotta gotta Google it. Gotta type it up. I don't know why I didn't have that prepared, but here we are, twenty to thirteen. Um, this was a close game, and you know I wanted Tennessee to win. I like Derrick Henry and Tannehill a lot. I think, especially Tannehill, I like his story coming from poverty coach Adam Gase. You know, reviving his <laughs> career. Um, you know, I like their team, ground and pound. Uh, they got a bright future, good young team over there. Um, you know, I was pulling for them, but they couldn't get it done. You know, Lamar Jackson, I think, reminded everybody today who Lamar Jackson is. Like, if you were to outrun a Dory Jackson in open field, props, bro, props. So, um, you know, uh, what, like, I I think I'm going to go out here and make a bold claim here. I think Baltimore um, are the sleepers in the uh, in the in in this uh, remaining remaining field. And I also think they're the villains in the remaining field because 
their oh, cocky, yeah. and I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Hella you're, disrespectful. You're an NFC North rival, too, Scott. So I know. Hella disrespectful. Oh, my gosh, man. But hey, I'll, st- I'll start off. I think that Ravens played through adversity. They were down 10-0 early um, against the freaking running back. The king of all RBs in the NFL held them to 50 yards or whatever it was. And they looked good. Their defense looked really good. Lamar looked good. And I think if they play like that, they can easily take take the Bills. Ooh. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be yeah, a good game. It's going to be a really good game, yeah. This game itself, um, you know, Ryan, you, you and I were both we both made it clear we wanted Tennessee to win. Um, I want to hear where your head's at. Mm, honestly, I'm pretty shocked that Tennessee didn't win. Um, I know this was the, this was a revenge game for the Ravens. They had something to prove. Lamar had something to prove. Um, you know, I'll go out on the limb, and I wasn't really impressed with Lamar. I mean, he did what he did. He ran. He outran people. He juked out people. Like that's what he's good at. But he's still not at that level. Uh, you know, in the pocket. And I know that's not the type of quarterback that he is. I know that's not. But I think if they're going to win a Super Bowl, he needs to get better in the pocket passing mm-hmm. um, because he can't just run every time. They can't have him like roll out every single time. Um, but I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens had a game plan and they stuck to it and they completely shut down the Tennessee offense. Like their defense stepped up. They shut down Derrick Henry. And that is Tennessee's way of scoring is give the ball to Derrick Henry, run the play action. You know, that's that's how it works. And when you can't run the ball, the play action doesn't work. And they have one. They have a good defense out there that can stop Tennessee's receivers. I mean, when you only have legitimately one receiver, it can be tough because Corey Davis got hurt, you know? So yeah. I, that's kind of where my thoughts is. I mean, hats off to the Ravens. I hate how disrespectful they were at the end of the game. I, I hate that Lamar <laughs> ran off the field, like, thinking he's the GOAT. Like, I understand that's a rivalry. I understand they hate each other. I love it. I love the heat. Like, when, when teams get heated and they get chirping and chippy, like, I love that. I love that old school tenacity. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just hey, – these- that's that's I just I don't know I didn't really I didn't really like it that much man I I just don't hey, these two teams have been these two teams have been beefing since earlier in the season they've been like beefing, a... but Tennessee yeah. is two and zero in those games they won earlier yeah. this year and they won in the playoffs last year and I just I don't think that the Ravens uh had had the backing off their performances to do that but. Uh, you know, I'm not on that team. I wasn't there. So who am I to say? Um, I mean, I'm saying this. I think Buffalo's defense is going to find a way to uh, – I think they're going to play Lamar a lot better. I'm not going to say that they're going to shut him down. They're going to win right now. But, you know, they'll be prepared. You know, Buffalo's stacked from every every level of that defense. So, Jack, thoughts on the Ravens? Anything? Um, No, I think you guys kind of got it all, to be honest. I, I, I'm kind of with Ryan. I'm with Ryan, though, in the fact that – We'll get to your question in a second. Sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, polite. I like with, it, Jen. Oh, thank you. Uh, but anyways, uh, Lamar. I, I mean, I'm I'm proud of him. You know, he did he did come back after you know getting beat by them last year. You know, having such a great year. I mean, I, I get the energy. I totally get it. You know, it was a little disrespectful, but I get it. I totally get it. But anyways, um, Lamar. I 
I just don't see it carrying into next week. Like, you know, like Ryan said, he's not a good enough passer. He, he I think he's going to get shut down by the Bills next week. Y'all. Y'all sound like. Hey, listen, hey, listen, before you go. One more time, Scott. One more time. One more thing. But, um, you know, Baltimore is over the hump. You know, I think they do have a reason to be happy. You know, they lost to the Chargers of all teams. The char- Anthony Lynn led Chargers in 2019. Yuck. Lost to the Chargers. And then they, uh, you know, they lost to the Titans last year. And, you know, Lamar's over the hump. That narrative is gone. You know, like Adam Schefter tweeted out, that narrative is gone. Adam, Lamar is a uh, has won a playoff game, so good for him. You know, I guess that ener- I guess that energy is justified, like like Jack mentioned. But um, yeah, I think Marcus Peters is just yeah, not a, <laughs> yeah, not a fan. I, I've never liked him. But you want to know <laughs> what you guys sound like, Ryan and Jack? Y'all sound like those college scouts that said that Lamar was not going to translate into the NFL with his game. <laughs> Dude, I'm like no. my man. Like I understand, like he's not a pocket pass. I like I understand that, but like all he has to do is go out there next week, play his game. He was he's the 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 MVP of last year. You do what he does, and he'll be alright. And do, Ryan, do you think that like him running off the field? Do you think that that was like anything behind that, or do you think that I was just curious about like what you thought about that? Anything behind it? I mean, I don't know. I I feel like there was some beef behind it. But like, like I don't running off. I mean, the way dude, he was like screaming, like he was. I feel like I don't know, dude. Like Tannehill didn't do nothing to him. Tannehill is some nice guy. Like he he hasn't like it, there was no beef there. Like what? Like if it was Marcus Peters or someone, I'm like, all right, fine. Like he's probably beefing with the receivers. <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with them. But like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's why I said like I wasn't down there. Like maybe maybe they were chirping at him and and he ran off whatever reason. But like. Uh-huh. I feel like there was no reason for him to like go over there and and shake shake a few hands and and then run off. Like I just I get that. that's just my opinion. Um, I get it because I mean because my opinion I didn't think there was any like malintent because I didn't see him like talking that much shit afterwards. You know, like he was hyped that he, they won the game that he finally got his first dub. He probably saw like heard all well, like the media and everything like dub, that. Bro, why are you acting that way? Like. I, that's just my opinion. Like, I feel like, yeah, like I understand he's excited, he's stoked, the narrative's gone. But like, why do you got to act all like? I don't know. Like, what other quarterback have you seen when they get their first playoff win, run off the field and and completely ignore the other team and get basically? In my eyes, it it felt like the Ravens as a team were just giving the Titans a big middle finger. I get that. And like the Titans have had their number up until then, and I just didn't think that that was necessary but again they were chirping it was one of those games so like i'm not gonna hold it against him like i'm not upset about it i'm just saying like i just i just felt like the ravens gave the titans a big middle finger and i just don't know what the reasoning behind it is yeah i i understand that i was just curious of like because i heard you say that but like lamar i really like lamar like i love his personality he's a dog and i feel like he's as humble as they come you know just like from listening to his interviews from when he was in college to now. So I really like him. I dude, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's I nothing like him against too. him personally or anything like that. It's more yeah, just, no, you know, I, I like him a lot his too. His game, I, you know, it there's but no, I, uh, I got you. I got you. But just, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I'll even sit on the podcast. I was one of those guys that doubted Lamar coming into the NFL. I'm not even I won't even hide it, bro. Like it was CJ on Justin Herbert. That was me on Lamar. Like I'm hey, not, yeah. I'm not alone. I, <laughs> I did not think that Lamar's game would translate in the NFL, and I think I underestimated how athletic Lamar is because I mean his legs. He's not running DBs, bro. So, 
But what I, w- the point that I was trying to make in that, and like I won't, I won't speak too much on it, but we saw what the Titans did to Lamar last year by containing him and not letting him run out, and that caused him problems. And the Titans' defense isn't as good as they were last year. Buffalo's defense is a lot better than the Titans' defense. And if teams can successfully contain Lamar, that's when the Ravens get into a lot of trouble because his passing ability isn't there. That's kind of the point that I was getting at. I got you. If you can successfully create a game plan like the Titans did last year, which when you have that talent, then I think that's if Lamar like just upped that that passing ability just a little bit. I mean, they're looking like the Kansas City Chiefs out there on offense. Mm. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I got you. All right, moving on. We got the uh, Chicago Bears. Ryan, get your notes ready. We got the Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the final score of that game was again not prepared. Twenty-one to nine. All right, it should have been twenty-eight. They Drew Brees had that and he broke the plane, but they called it back. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I watched the first half, realized, damn, this is a boring ass game. I went to go hit some golf balls. <laughs> so, being honest with you, so you're gonna have to fill me in on what happened in the second half. I do know this though. I do know that the game could have been a very different game had a certain someone, someone that Ryan doesn't really like that much, Bro. caught a pass in the end zone. Could have been a very different game. Momentum switched. You know, I think it really took the air out of the ball for Chicago. So, uh, but uh, other than that, Ryan, I want to let I want you to speak your mind a little bit, Jack. If you have something to add to, uh, go ahead. But Ryan, you go first. Look, I'm happy we made the playoffs. I am. I'm happy we made the playoffs. <laughs> the most frustrating thing about the Chicago Bears this season, last season, the season before that under Matt Nagy, that he hasn't been able to get through to his team is discipline, bro. They just beat themselves over and over and over and over again. Whether it's Javin Wims too worried about punching Gardner Johnson, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. <laughs> he dropped the pass. He beats him. He can score on him and taunt him. I don't care what you do. Just catch the pass. He drops it. All right? That's a big momentum switch there. Then it's like third and four on like the eight-yard line. And Commit. throws the football at the ref and walks away. They think he's throwing it at the defender. Personal foul, 15 yards. We get a field goal out of it. Fourth and four, we're going to get the ball back. We jump off sides. Like, dude, the Chicago Bears beat themselves. And I think for me, right, the most – and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak probably on all Chicago Bears fans. The most frustrating part about today's game was is they had a legitimate chance at winning. Like, they had a legitimate chance at winning. They catch that pass early. It's 7-7. They have they even when they're down seven three, they put a drive together. They have a penalty. They get they they can't convert on like fourth and three. Mitch Trubisky runs out of bounds. Like there were so many little things that like it could have easily been ten seven at half, seventeen seven. Like they could have easily, bro. They could have easily Facts. been winning early. And put themselves in a position, but the offense couldn't get it together. The defense had penalties. I have to give them credit. Oh, Anthony Miller, like, punched a guy, got kicked out. So, all we had was one receiver and then, like, our practice squad guys. So, like, you know, I love the Bears. 
I love that they were in the game up until like the fourth quarter and that they gave us a chance. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this offseason. They've got a couple of things that they need to address. Um, they need to re-sign A-Rob. That's that's first thing. They need to figure out the quarterback position. They probably need to sign an offensive lineman. But that that's my that's my tangent is on there, the is, is there any I, chance that sorry. No, I was just gonna say they had a chance to win it, or they had a chance to at least have the lead for most of the game, and they didn't. And that sucks because the defense played their asses off, and there's only so much that you can do. Um and like when the offense can't can't connect, you know that's tough. And it's and like that's the thing is that offense needs big plays, like Javin Wims catching that in the touchdown in the end zone to give them confidence. Because when they drop that stuff, then they get into these like short yardage plays. And I mean, I can go on and on. But long story short, I'm happy we made the playoffs. If we're gonna lose to anybody, I'm glad it's Drew Brees, considering this could be his last ride. And um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we do in the offseason. Any chance that Nagy gets fired after this? Mm-mm. See, I I was thinking that there was a chance if they didn't win, but then you know I, I was listening to Tony Romo, you know, do his thing on TV, and he was saying about how hard it is. You know, to- Jim. You know, Jim. I don't think I think he's doing a great job, Jim. You know, well, I, yeah. <laughs> I think he was just saying how hard it is to make the playoffs in the NFL, and the fact that he's yeah. made it two out of three years does say something. That's exactly uh, what I was going to say. And I think that, you know, there's just things that they need uh, to clean up, like whether it's getting a new offensive coordinator and being more creative on offense. Like, because when they were creative, they were scoring. You know, when they were doing trick plays on offense, they were working in this game. Uh, but it's tough. I mean, we had Darnell Mooney out. So our number two guy was out. We're missing our best linebacker, Roquan Smith, that helps with the run game. And we're missing our number two corner, Jalen Johnson, against Michael Thomas and not receiving core with Drew Brees. So, like, we were short guys, but that, that doesn't make an excuse. We were in it, um, but no, I don't. I unless the Bears either offense doesn't progress next season, or they get off to a slow start next season, Matt Nagy's gonna have a job through the end of next season. Bro, you know who you know who you have as an NFL coach right now, right? You have the Clay Helton of the that's NFL. A, bro. That's what I wanted to bring up. Like I have deja vu listening to Ryan talk about this <laughs> shit because it's literally CJ talking about Clay Helton. Because hey, like you need the, to get same, out of this the same arguments that Ryan or that CJ has about Clay Helton, Ryan also brings up that's about Nagy. Like his, his win. Yeah, his ability, he doesn't have, like, the coaching, getting your guys up, disciplining them and stuff like that. But, like, at the same time, like, two out of the three years you're in the playoffs, you're 18-11 as a head coach or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's a stat for Matt Nagy. But no, he, he, it sounds almost, like, identical. He's 28-20. and 20, Correct? Four, eight, and eight, and eight is 16. That's <laughs> 28 and 20. Okay, twenty. Yeah, welcome to welcome to football purgatory, Ryan. You are in the same boat here, just different levels. Um, Scott, talk about the Saints a little bit. You know, uh, they didn't choke like Jack and I would kind of predict at some point in this game, at least. Do you think the Saints are still Super Bowl contenders? Like, what is their, you know, what, how are they progressing? Talk about the Saints. I mean, I mean, I one hundred percent believe that this team, if they're healthy, that they can make it to the Super Bowl. Like, I think out of all these teams in the NFC, like, they have the best shot of taking taking the throne for sure. Um, I think that that defense really stepped up today. Um, I think that was, like, the big question, the defense. And because their offense is nice when they're all healthy. You know, with MT healthy, Alvin Kamara, like, that, that offense is going to move. But, like, with uh-huh. the defense, like, their corners lo- looked really good, you know. And Allen Robinson, like, I, I'll, I'll say it, like, Allen Robinson is a top 10 receiver in the NFL. And he – and 
they locked him up. They locked him up. The man only had like the man only had like just give him. He's not top five, Ryan. Stop (laughs) playing, bro. Come on. What a rough day, man. (laughs) He's he's top five, but he's he's barely top ten. Hey Ryan, are you gonna be saying Ryan? Are you gonna be saying he's top five when he's playing for a different team next year? I mean, like, what are the what are the chances he'll be on the Bears next year? Uh, with the Bears, I don't know what the chances are with the Bears. Um, I have a feeling that they needed to see how this year was going to play out. They need to figure out their cap base first um, before they, you know, I, know. I yeah. think I think but, the one team that's really going to chase him is Miami. They are because they're thinking about spending a first round pick on a receiver. I can really see them chasing a Rob. This this well, offseason. I if A Rob is gonna leave Chicago, I, I really hope for this guy and for his career and so that the three of you can see what I'm talking about, <laughs> that he goes to a team with a with a good quarterback. Like like a I don't wanna I don't want to go to Kansas City. They don't even any more firepower, but like <laughs> no, no, Kansas no. City or like shit, dude. If he went to the Chargers. Packers. Or, oh god, that must have, that would hurt. Or, <laughs> dude, like or the Packers or even Tampa Bay. Like if he went somewhere with a good, if a top ten quarterback, bro, it, like y'all are gonna be eating your words. That's no, all right. So, I hope all so. All this is the thing, bro. though. This is the thing. Like I do, like I genuinely believe that he's like a top ten to twelve receiver. But it's not even a. It's not even like a shot at him. Like there are just so yeah. many good receivers in our league. And they've been hurt, and they're like like MT and Julio. Like those are easily like top five receivers, and there's no way that A Rob can make that top five with Tyreek with how Tyreek was, or with how Keenan played. Keenan is easily a top eight, top seven, eight receiver this year. You know, it's, it's just there's so much good talent in the my, NFL. My argument though is the reason Keenan was so good is because he had a good quarterback, Justin Herbert throwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I see both sides. I like, get it. When A-Rob would have a good – I mean, this man had like 12, 1,300 reception yards this year, and he had freaking Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky thrown to him in games where an offense maybe had 150 total yards. So, like, I think you got to put that into perspective. That's just my – we don't need to argue this again. But that, <laughs> yeah. that's is like, I feel like the reason – you know, everyone's so hype on Keenan. They say, yeah, he's a good quarterback, but I guarantee you A-Rob's doing that, if not more, with a good quarterback. No, I do agree. If if you were to switch the shoes, if A-Rob, I do agree with that. If A-Rob was in Keenan Allen's shoes, I do believe that he's a 12 to 1,300-yard receiver, 100%. Oh, with just he is a 12 to 1,300-yard receiver with Mitch Trubisky. So raises to probably 1,500 is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Jack, do you want to weigh in on any on this matchup? Uh, no. Sorry, you kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but sorry, no, no, no. I, I had to get it out, man. No. I was, no. I, was I mean, Jack, this is your first. Yeah. You're a rookie as a Bears fan, and you know this is year one. <laughs> now, welcome to how the club, baby. How was the experience? You know, like, do you want to pull out now? Or do you want to join the Rams? Like, what's, what's hey, up? you should be yeah. a Charger fan, Jack. Honestly, I probably should. I probably should switch. <laughs> I should probably switch teams. You know, I lost the bandwagon. You know, get pull of me. Get some, <laughs> We have we have a team here in LA that I can support now, so why don't I just jump on it? You know, you got two yeah. Bears fans wow. on the report now. Wow! You can, yeah. you can but being a Bears fan is tough, you know. Being a Bears fan is tough, you know. It just feels like I'm a USC fan, you know. Oh, but um, say so, it no, it's the same. It's the same. Jack. 
but anyways, I'm going to say something about this wide receiver thing. It sounds really close to our point guard stuff as well. It really like, does. All of our it arguments really seem very similar, to be honest. You know? But anyways, you know, we don't have to get into that but, either. Because yeah, that's I mean, going to take both sides. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the next game. We've talked enough about this Yeah, game. that's true. Let's talk about – yeah, we talked a lot about – Oh, my God. <laughs> let's talk – okay, say- yeah. You had some time to roll it over, Scott. But, you know, here Ooh. we go. Wait, hold up. Uh, I, 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 like, I need a couple oh, of deep breaths. I was going to say, like, one quick thing. You know, <laughs> ben with, had, like, historic night if he just didn't throw those interceptions. He was yeah. forced to have a historic night. You know what I mean? Let me, yeah. set the scene. Yeah. Let me set the scene real quick, though. So Cleveland, mm-hmm. I don't think they practiced at all this week. Uh, not until Friday. Uh-huh. Their coach, not until Friday? Jesus. Their coach had COVID, so he wasn't even there. They had like a back, they had like a, uh, an assistant coach coach for him. I think the offensive um, was out too, no? I'm not sure. But, no. you know, the league was trying to, you know, hold Cleveland back. Their first playoff appearance in 2002 um, or something like that. I don't even remember. A long time ago. I was four years old. Jack was about 12, 15. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, you know, I'm happy for the city of Cleveland. I called it. I mean, I called it on our last episode. Uh, you know, I didn't watch. I mean, I, I turn on the TV. I get back from golf balls. I can come back and it's 14-0 with nine minutes left in the first. Like, what's going on? So, you know, Scott, you're from the inside. You're a Steelers fan. You know, this is your time. We you let Ryan rant on the Bears. This is your chance. So, uh. Let's hear it. Oh, God. I don't know where to freaking <laughs> begin, bro. <laughs> like, I really don't know where to begin. Like, we just, from the jump, like, freaking Pouncey had that freaking snap that was, like, 10 feet over Ben's head. Like, we all know Ben's not athletic. The man can't jump for his life. So, he ain't getting that. And so, I mean, that was a touchdown. So, right off the bat, freaking 15 seconds in, 7 nothing. you know. Um, oh, what's next? Oh, you throw a pick. Next drive. Okay, 14 nothing. Here we go. Oh, what's next? A three and out, whatever it was, you know, 28 nothing. Here you go. And it was just, we were down from the jump, you know what I mean? And our offense just looked freaking horrendous. You know, defense was put in shitty situations from literally the get go. And, you know, a lot of things just have to change this offseason, you know, but I'm, ha- I'm honestly, I'm happy that they lost this game because, you know, that it was a gut check. All these young kids, you know, freaking Chase Claypool winning, never heard of her. You know, like that shit aged real well. You know, now now you know. Hey, let me say this real quick. Let me interrupt you real quick, man. Everybody's going at Juju's neck for being a TikToker. Claypool, you're just as corny, bro. You you, you, you're not safe from this too. You were doing Corvette Corvette before or around at the same time as Juju. So yeah, you need he needs some more uh flack too. You can't just put it all on Juju. No, I oh, think that God. I think that overall it was a very successful season. You know, this is the first time a team's gone eleven and zero in quite some time. I feel like at least in the last five years or so. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was, it was a good season. I think that the Steelers needed this, and I think that at the end of the day, like next year, this is what's going to drive them. Like this, all this whole off season, like these kids are going to be grinding, and they're going to have this game on their head you know, for next season. So I think I think they needed this. Um, as far as Ben goes, I mean, I think he'll be there for the next year or two. Um, I think that we need to change up a QB, though. I, I think that historically our offensive line has been really good over the past decade, but these guys are aging. 
you know, their joints, their joints are sore. You know, they're they're not looking as quick and nimble as they're as they they've been in the past. So I think that a lot of our draft picks this offseason needs to go towards upgrading our O line. Um, offense, we have we have specialty. Our we need a running back. That's that's big O line running like back. Thomas? I don't like him. No, I don't even. I don't, I don't even like him. I'm not he's even not. Really. He's he's not an early down back. He that's our power back. So like with that Snell role, that should be his role, and like we need we need to spend a first or second round pick on a running back, in my opinion. Like if we can get a Najee Harris, or oh two. my gosh, you're set, you're set. You know, we need an elite running back to carry this offense because we have the receivers, we have the core. You know what I mean? So it'll it'll, it'll come down to O line and running back this off season. Our defense is nice. If our defense was fully healthy, I think that this game would have been. I think our playoff run would have been a different story just in general. You know what I mean? So It seemed like the defense was kind of like letting up a little bit. I kind of thought it was the other way around. The defense was like they could not have – they didn't have an answer for Chubb. They didn't have an answer for that O-line. Um, I don't want to say Baker because I know how Baker makes you feel. But, uh, you know, that run <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, their defense – like what was up with the defense today? It seemed like they were kind of – I don't know, man. I think just in general the second half of the season or since the injuries, like our defense Back, has yeah. been different, you know? Like, I think Devin Bush and Bud Dupree on the other side of TJ Watt, like, those are huge pieces to our defense, you know? And I think that our cornerbacks, I mean, I feel like passing on us in general this season, that was kind of the weakness. So maybe we need to upgrade some spots in, like, cornerback positions. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll Scott, see what happens. For you. So Big Ben being quarterback for the next couple of years for you guys is probably a good thing. You can help develop these receivers. I mean, Juju's younger than me. He's, like, 22, I think. Um, nah, nah, he's younger than me. No, no, sorry, no, he's, he's not younger than me. He's a uh, your age, CJ. Uh, yeah, oh, geez, anyways, weird. Got young talent at, at receivers. Um, Chase Claypool, uh, Washington, um, you know, all those guys. And I think it's good that Ben is Ben is the quarterback for them. But at what point, you know, do you invest in a in a quarterback to fill Ben? I mean, do you draft a guy that? If Ben's only got two years left, you know, do yeah. you draft a guy and try to try to work him up, and then you know he's flying hundred percent in with these new receivers, or you know, is it when Ben retires you pick up someone that year? I mean, what's what's do you, kind of do you, do you draft a guy now? Do you get Deshaun Watson, or do you trade and get all right? Well, Sam I mean, Donald right. well, in New York. Oh, please shut Perhaps. up. Hey, I, I you know I, you know I know something funny, CJ is I was just going, I was going through some screenshots the other day, and I came across a screenshot of Sam Darnold's stats. And you know something that really just like stood out to me is that in three years the man hasn't passed for twenty plus touchdowns. He didn't even hit twenty touchdowns in a season. That hey, man, when you throw into when you throw into practice squad <laughs> receivers, I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to catch it. Hey, Adam Gase, all in place. I don't know, but like, um, to answer your question, Ryan, I think that the only way Ben stays as our QB and our team is successful over the next year or two is if we change up our running back. That's mm-hmm. like that's literally the biggest thing because the Steelers have always relied on that running back, and then that opens up the passing. That's just that's how it's been through Ben's career. You know what I mean? Yeah. With okay, Lev, yeah. so when do you, when do you think is the is the right time to invest in in a running back or a quarterback? Do you think you invest in a running back now and and be successful? Running back, and yeah. The situation think, comes, you deal with it, or do you? I think yes. I think that running back, you need to draft a running back now. You could you could get a QB this year in the later rounds, like maybe fourth round or later. 
Um, but running back O-line now, next year is when you worry about quarterback. So next offseason. Um, but if you have an opportunity to trade for Deshaun Watson, you're all in right four. now. You're yeah, but you gotta, get, you gotta give an arm and a leg for that. You are, but I'll, so. bro, they've done it before, though. They've done it with Minka. You know, they're, if, if you have a chance to get Deshaun Watson, a young, cute franchise QB, you're all in right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, bro. If that means Chase Claypool, if that means Juju, you're all in. Speaking oh. of Deshaun Watson, he followed a few uh, Chicago weathermen. So watch out, ladies and gents. <laughs> hey, he's like, what's the weather looking like in the windy city? Is, is it really windy? <laughs> Cold there. <laughs> windy. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, Jack, any, any, uh, I know you like to follow the, the TikTok, you know, tell me like, you know, uh, any comments on, you know, off the field or anything like that? No, not really. I mean, obviously I made fun of Juju a lot for the Corvette Corvette stuff, you know, but um, honestly, you know, if Steelers just don't have that bad start, but I also do see what you meant CJ by their defense. Cause even like, as you just watch the second half, the, how easily, uh, the Browns were able to because they they the Steelers got it within twelve and all the Steelers needed to do was get some stops but Baker was just marching down the field with that offense and I didn't think that Baker would be able to do that against the Steelers defense but the Steelers when defense, you dig your yeah, yeah so but yeah yeah I get what you're gonna say is that once you dig yourself in a hole a lot of times it's hard to like get that energy back but honestly like after you bring it within that but then again then they're gassed I don't know man but either way to, yeah. One sec, Jack. I, I, the one point that you said about like uh, Baker dotting up our defense. The thing is about that is like they were put in great field position that entire first half. You know, no, so I like, get that. The score really deceives how the whole game played out for the. No, I, they kind of did they outscore them in the second half. Oh yeah, I mean, even the second half, like when because like you know they they made the comeback, they got it within twelve, but then all of a sudden that Steelers defense died again because yeah. then both times that they brought it within 12, the Browns just went straight down the field and scored again, you know? Yeah. So for, I, for I, and I realize that's because they're probably gassed. I mean, mm-hmm, you yeah. know, you've you've been battling the entire game. So unfortunately that's how it went out, but just don't have the bad start and Pittsburgh wins that. And honestly, one of you'd have like one of Ben Roethlisberger's best performances, you know? Yeah. For, what was funny was, insane. yeah. What was funny was like I was rooting for when Pittsburgh dig, dug themselves a hole. I was rooting for Cleveland a little bit. I was like, yeah, make it worse. <laughs> like put them out of their misery. This is your first time in the playoffs in years. Of like just just do it. And I also predicted you. So it worse. I pre- I predicted it for Cleveland. So I was like, you know, make the most of this opportunity. Um, but then when Pittsburgh started coming back, I was like, hey, something's brewing here. That would be sick. You know, um, Juju was playing well, so I was rooting for you know for them. Um, yeah, but I know, I know it's, you dug yourselves a hole, 28-0 hole. You know, it kind of hurt. They, they outscored him in the second half, so if that's any telling. Um, yeah, they were kind of they were in this game still. I feel like yeah. so. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Right. That, I'm not surprised that the Browns beat them, but I was just surprised of like how we played overall. Yeah, especially down the stretch. I mean, you guys like what, lost what four out of five? It was or yeah, yep, yeah, four out of five. And what do you think that like what do you think that attributes to now that we're at the end of uh, the run? I mean, I told you whatever it was midseason or the beginning of the season that like this team is going to rely on Ben, and mm-hmm. ultimately it did come down to Ben, but it also came down to us not having 
any running game. No run game at yeah, all. That's facts. You know, that's and, facts, I, yeah. and I told you, that's just our offense. We rely on the run to open up the path. So that's just really what it was at the, the last month of the season. That's good. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, too. All right, mm-hmm. let's wrap it. I think so. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Playing Rotation. Got to wrap up Wild Card Weekend. Coming up this week, we'll be, we're going to be covering the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. That's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, we'll see you on, on the next one. See you later this week. All right. Peace out.